What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, happy Tuesday for those on the call. Thank you so much for always joining me. For the newcomers, for those that have been following me for a long time, thank you so much for joining me. And those watching the recording, I really hope you get the most out of this calls. Today, we're going to be talking about some cool things, especially when it comes to finances. But before we get started, guys, once again, as always, these calls are meant to define the game you want to play and how to get truly started in the game you truly want to play, whether it's Mitch that's on the call, whether it's Guy that's on the call, whether it's Annalisa and Mohit and, and, and Vinny who's on the call. What's up, Andreas? I love that little little thing right there, man. Whether you are just here trying to be the best version of yourself or a newcomer just watching, these calls are meant to change your life. These calls are meant to get you to do something you've always wanted to do because my intentions always has been is one, how can I make the greatest impact in this world? One, I really hope that by just showing up every day, getting on these calls, being who I am, I'm making the greatest impact. But my intention is to help every single person in any way possible live the best life they want by just simply showing them what I've done and what I continue to do every single day, even when I'm tired, even when I'm down. So this applies whether you're working at GM. This applies whether you're a college student. This applies whether you're starting a new business. This applies whether you're a janitor. This applies whether you're a dental student, a dental professional. If you're in marketing, all these calls applies to you. If you're just a mom trying to figure out how to raise kids. I'm not a mom, but I'm a dad and I have a beautiful wife at home and I'm sure I can even help you figure that out. So this applies no matter what stage you're at in life. And my hope is that you take away some of the tips and tricks that I do every single day and just start implementing them. Because one of the things you got to do is just start implementing these things in your life to become the best version of yourself. What is it that you want to cause? What is it that you want to create? What is it that you want to accomplish? I have a goal right now, believe it or not, and I'm going to blast Guy in this call. So if Guy's on this call, he's got to be my partner in crime. I might even challenge Mitch because I know Mitch. I want to do an Ironman. I want to do an Ironman in the next year and a half. And so I know in order for me to do this, I got to take a step towards that. What does it mean? How do I study? How to become a lab rat? I know I'm getting off tangent a little bit, but who's in on the Ironman? Guy, you in? Thumbs up, man. You in on the Ironman? He's like, no way. He's not doing that. But my point is, is just start. Just start doing something. I remember when these calls were just a, a thought process that I wanted to start doing Tuesday calls at one o'clock with the hope that it make a great impact. It just starts with the dream. Dream big, guys. And for those that you don't know me, I'm Dr. Bobby Grassi, born and raised in a beautiful town of Flint, Michigan, uh, where the economy sucked. I mean, and let's be honest, we're one of the poorest cities outside of probably Detroit in, in this area. And at one time it was thriving and now it's not. So there's a give or take. But I can remember what it's like not having a dime to my name. I can remember what it's like not being able to eat. I can remember what it's like going to dental school, living at my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house. I can remember begging for meals at my lunch ladies. I can remember my wife sitting on the floor literally with a pile of bills in our, her hand and saying, please go walk away. And we had to figure out what bills to pay. So I know exactly what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to not have anything, but I also know how to get out of it and grind. So if you're ready, truly ready to embrace this journey with me, and you're truly ready to figure out how you can have a financial certainty and how you can achieve that, give me a thumbs up, man. If we're ready to rock today, I just need a thumbs up. If you're ready to roll today, Mohit and Andreas, give me a thumbs up and Vinny and everyone else watching on this call, because this is call is going to set your temple for the rest of your life. This call, if you pay attention to it, is really going to change the way you view everything. So for most of us, 
financial stability can seem like an elusive goal. And I think of financial stability, this is not meant to be anything. I know most women want financial security. If you ask every woman in the world, it's financial security. If you ask every man in this world, what is the number one stress in this world? It's just financial freedom. It's knowing how to pay your bills. It's figuring out how to survive, especially nowadays. Everyone's kind of freaked out a little bit of what exactly do I have to do to become financially successful? And how do I become stewards of my money? And, and what do I do? And should I invest in 401ks? And, and should I invest in stocks? And what is really going on? And nobody's going to really tell you the truth. But I am. For most of us, we got to figure out, first of all, can you even envision what financial stability or certainty feels like? That's the first question. You got to envision it. With a few, But when you implement strategies and you make a dedicated effort, you could create the foundation for financial certainty, providing yourself a peace of mind that is in this uncertain time. Like I can remember I'm doing another crumble in Brighton and I had to do a business plan for the bank. And the bank says, you know, what are your projections and what do you think your sales are going to be? And I got to plan two to three years out. Actually, I love this exercise because I got to start budgeting sensibly. I got to come up with a financial structure. I got to know what to invest in wisely. And here's some of the keys for long-term prosperity, by the way, what I'm saying. So don't underestimate the importance of, of, of budgeting, creating a good financial stru structure and investing. But you almost got to get in the mind of a bank. All the bank wants to do if you want to get a small business loan or SBA loan, and they want to see how, how successful is it, that you, how much is going to thrive. So I have to come up with business plans and portfolios and how much are my expenses and how much do I want to budget and how much do I want to put down. Then, then I got to create all these parameters of how I'm truly going to make profit. And I got to break down the profits. And, and I've gotten really good doing this over time. But what I love about that is that I'm almost creating a roadmap of success before I even apply for the loan. And so it forces me to dive in, if you will, to the business that I want to get into. Yes, I'm talking about Crumble Cookie, but I'm saying like literally what's your net profit? What are your gross sales? What do you think your expenses are going to be? How do you budget to become successful? How much should you take as a draw distribution? See, a lot of times when money comes into people, the first thing they do, they're not really budgeting. The first thing that they do is they, you know, especially for us dental students, and if you're a dentist on the call, you know exactly what I'm talking about, is you finally get that payday, right? Like you're you're so in debt for so long, guy and Mitch and and Rob, Bob, Mr. Bob Hale and Skyler. You're so in debt for so long. And Gabby Doodles on the call. What's up, Gabby? It's been a while. And Shani, you've been so in debt for so long that the minute you get that big paycheck, all you want to do is spend it. And it's so funny. It's like Parkinson's law says your debt will always rise to meet your income. Remember that law, guys. My my dentist CO team put that in the chat. Parkinson's law states that your debt will always rise to meet your income. Just remember that. So you got to work against that law, right? So budgeting sensibly, coming up with ways, but with the, when you combine budgeting and financial structure and investing, that's what's going to create the elements that's going to give you to gain control of your finances over your personal funds and achieve much desired sense of security. And that's what we really want. We really want security. We want to know, and even the bank, when I apply for that loan, they want to know that if I run this business in operation, that I'm going to be able to pay the debt. Who are we kidding? They also want to make a percentage on it. So I love business planning. If I was you, the first thing I would do is I would set up, okay, what's my budget? What is my budget? What can I live off of? This is the first step, in my opinion, of achieving financial certainty. What is the budget? What are my expenses? What are my budget? What do I have? So if I'm a dentist and I'm a dentist that's starting out and I'm talking about financial certainty, I want to figure out already, hey, 
How many, um, I'll use the McDonald's analogy. How many cheeseburgers do I have to sell? How much is my payroll? How much are my expenses? How much am I going to budget budget for uh, things that might go wrong at the office? How much am I going to budget for paying my staff? How much of my proceeds of the piece of the pie, if you will, am I going to budget going towards X, Y, Z? This is the first step because then you know what you have to cause and create and what you have money. So I my rule of thumb in dentistry and my rule of thumb in business is at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I want a net profit at least 25 to 30%. That's it. I didn't say what I had to make yet. That's my goal of net profit. So if you make $100,000 a month, right? If you make, if you're grossing $100,000 a month, if you have a goal of 25% net profit guy or Mitch or Annalisa and everyone else is on the call, you want to take home 25K. And so you're budgeting for that. You're budgeting, this is my take home, the rest goes in a pot. So you know, $25,000 might go to paying your staff. $25,000 might go to whatever. $25,000 might go to a safe haven. But when you budget and you plan your money, this is going to help you prioritize your spending and control your expenses. You're going to work against Parkinson's law. It's important to create a budget that is realistic, though, and sustainable over time. So as you grow, the budget can grow, right? And one thing I would tell you is, I heard this from Grant Cardone. I've heard this from Richie Dolan's The World. I've heard this from multiple people. So the one way to really get successful uh, is really study from the rich, right? And, and so I learned from them. If you have, if you want to take home the 5K guy or you want to take home 25,000K, whoever's listening to the call, try to try to live off half that. And then you can take the other half and do what you want with it. So the rule of thumb is, you know, I, I like it in thirds, but let's just use for a similar analogy half. So if you make $25,000 a take home in a business, Keep the $12,500, put it in a safe haven, reinvest it, do whatever. Take the other $12,500, use it for your bills or debts or whatever. Hopefully you don't have bills that high, but it's possible, right? Especially if you want to pay back student loans or whatever. But that's the first thing you want to do is, what is my budget? Where's my standard? In dentist office, I think your staff salary should be no more than 26% of what you do. That's just my rule of thumb. You can do whatever you want. And then secondly is investing. In, in, investing into what though? How do you know what the smart investment is? It's it's is it at 401k plans? Some people, if they're conservative, is it the stock market? Is it in the real estate? This is where you're gonna have to study what other people do. The, what I would tell you the most secure place is buying assets, right? Whether it's hey guy, if you have, if I'm talking to you and maybe one of your dreams is to open up a crumble cookie franchise. See, I'm investing in the future of myself through a franchise, or it might be something like that. I always say to people, they don't believe they have enough money to invest. And I would argue with you, if you have, you know, do you even know what's required to, to put money down on an SBA loan in the United States? Some people might not. It's only, it could be 20, 10 to 20%. Sometimes if you've been open over two years, you don't have any money down. So sometimes you can leverage keep the bank's money and invest in certain things that you know is going to create revenue. So in crumble cookies per se, I know that if I invest a half million dollars or $600,000, some of it's the bank loan, some of it's my money, 10% down is my money. If I have $60,000 and I borrow 540,000, what is the revenue that company's going to bring in? Do you do your homework and study on that? The reality of it is, is if you're making 25% of net profits and you're selling a hundred thousand dollars with the cookies, Hey guys, newsflash in three months you're paying all your money back that's profit that's take home so don't be afraid to take risk and don't be afraid to invest but invest in the things you know i heard from warren buffett uh, a saying which was amazing he says he studied ted williams hitting and ted williams broke down the the play which i love baseball so sorry for the baseball analogy he broke down the strike zone in 75 little squares 
And Ted Williams says that he knew that if he hit in this hot spot where he could hit, he would bat over 400. And he also knew if he hit in a strike zone that's low and away, even though it's a strike, he might bat 231. So all he was doing was looking for his perfect pitch. That's similar to what investing is. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know certain things, but you got to know what you're strong at. You got to know where your sweet spot is. And the cool thing about investing versus baseball, you'll never get a called strike in investing. Nobody's going to call a strike on you unless you try to swing. So become a lab rat. Know what people want, but investing, invest wisely. Don't put money in that goes like this. Know that you're going to make a 12.5% return, 15% return. Yes, I'm saying this right now. There's parts of my money right now that I'm making 12.5% to 25% returns on my money, even in this economy. Study what other people do. Buy assets, buy real estate, buy businesses, buy products that are going to make you successful. Hey, if you don't know, talk to me, man, put it in the chat right now. Talk to me at the info of the dentist CEO. I can help you with investing. But that's the second part of financial certainty is investing because you want your money to work for you. You want to have financial freedom. You make money, you invest, you make more money, you invest, you create multiple sources of incomes. I did, I did a little podcast on all this, guys. It's no different that you want to take some of your proceeds every single month. If you were a child, Skylar, you're 17, 18 years old. And I promise you, if you put your working, I know at crumble and you're making money. If you put $100 away a month and you kept doing that and dumping it and pretty soon it was $200 and $300, I promise you in the next 20 years, you'll be a millionaire without doing a thing with your money working on you. People don't want to take the time to do that. They think they got to buy those shoes. They think they got to live paycheck to paycheck. They think they need all these other things. They're not truly investing wisely. So budgeting is great, but investing is the second thing because it'll help you grow your wealth over time. You got to understand the risk and rewards. That's why I think you need to know what's right for you. You invest in the things you know. You find coaches that are good in investing. You find people that are making money. You're going to listen to a, a guy at, that, that's a financial planner. I always love these guys. They get 1% of your money anyway. Whether they lose money or make money, that's not the person I think you want to invest in. I'm going to be dead honest with you. They're all out there. They're the financial gurus of the world, if you will. I would argue, man, if, you, if there's no skin in the game from them, why do you want to invest? Finding people that will back up their product. I know when I first did a big investment, it was with David Falk, which is the, uh, believe it or not, which is the, was the, uh, uh, oh my goodness, not the attorney to Michael Jordan, but he was the agent to Michael Jordan. And David Falk and Richie Dolan, I, he, Richie Dolan introduced me to David Falk. And I, I got into businesses with people that I know that don't want to lose. I mean, David Falk doesn't want to lose money. Richie Dolan does not want to lose money. Bobby Grassi does not want to lose money. The IRS could care less what you put in a 401k plan. I'm just going to be honest with you. They're getting their money regardless. And they're controlling you and you can't control. But that's for a different conversation. Then how do you manage debt? This is the hardest part for me. I'm just fully transparent. Um, I know how to manage debt, but I also know how to make money and know how to spend money. That's a little joke. If you know me, I spend a lot. I spend a lot of money because I believe that sometimes you got to live in the moment and you can't have a scarcity mindset. I truly believe in my heart of hearts, I can create more money. I truly believe that if you ask anybody, I would just create it. If my, if my sister-in-law wants something, what do you want? I put it in my head and I create it. If my nephew wants something, what do you want? I put it in my head and I try to create it. If my wife or my kids want something, that's all I do. I don't live a scarcity mindset. I believe in abundance. Matter of fact, this is what I say every day. I know this is about debt. Ready? I am so grateful that abundance comes to me easily and effortlessly on a continuous and everyday basis. Say that every day. I know you think it's corny. Why do I say it every day? Because that's what some of the richest people say all the time. I'm so grateful that abundance comes to me easily 
and effortlessly on a continuous basis every single day. Anyway, sidebar, managing debt. Managing debt's huge. And what I love, I like leveraging debt. Managing debt, leveraging debt are, are key aspects. To me, when I didn't have money to open up a dental practice and I needed $2.4 million on somebody who had $10 to his name, I managed debt. I leveraged debt. I leveraged the bank debt. The advantage of me being a dentist is I can get money. I can get a loan. The advantage of having decent credits, you can get money, you can get a loan. That's an advantage. But I can, I manage debt all the time. I leverage debt. All debt is not bad. Believe me. If you want to buy equipment in dentistry, it's not bad debt. You manage debt. You leverage debt to get a tax break or get write-offs. You can manage and leverage debt as long as you know that you got to always pay it off. It's the people that don't want to pay it off. So managing and leveraging debt is a crucial aspect of achieving financial certainty. It actually will help you. So as business, if you are making a profit, it says year end of $200,000 or $100,000 or $10,000, and you can buy a $20,000 of equipment, they always say, how come rich people don't pay taxes? They actually, they, they leverage debt. They will buy something of $20,000 value, of $10,000 value, and they re—they basically reassess or they re, reinvest their money to certain things that are going to make them grow, whether it's real estate, whether it's a new scanner in dentistry, no matter what it is, then you get that tax break. So now you're not paying taxes and you get to take that money out. There's an advantage of leveraging and managing debt. But that can be also a major stress. If you don't manage debt, it's the number one cause of marriage failures and breakups and everything break down, even business failures. Is there's a lot of people, I mean, I guess one of the good news is, is that 3.5% of all the people or 35% of all the people that are close to being our self-made millionaires is almost five, file bankruptcy 3.5 times or something like that, some crazy number. I mean, I guess it's good. I mean, what does that really tell you? That they mismanaged debt a few times, almost failed, but now they become successful. But we all know just with the thumbs up that, Financial security, lack of financial security, the lack of finances is probably the number one stress in our lives. Would you guys agree with that with a thumbs up? The number one stress is not having enough money or figuring out where money is going to come from. Would we agree with that? I sure hope every one of our hands are up and thumbs are up because that is definitely the case. So when you manage debt, when you manage, I know that Gabby, she's getting out of uh, college. I know Gabby's a phenomenal singer. If you don't ever follow Gabby, I don't have her YouTube channel, but she she doesn't have one. She better create one because she's phenomenal talent, phenomenal singer. Um, uh, Gabby, if you want, you can put in your chat where everyone can get to know you because you're just phenomenal. But I, I'm pretty sure that one of her concerns is how do you pay off debt? How am I going to pay off my student loans? And, and, and that's a concern. I would always tell you, talk to somebody who's been there, aka me. Talk to somebody who knows how to manage debt or someone to find somebody that's going to help you do that. And don't take advice ever when it comes to debt of people that have never been there because they don't know what it's like. Gabby, they don't know what it's like. Shandell, they don't know what it's like. Mitch and Bob, they don't know what it's like unless they've been there. So never take advice from somebody who's never been there. That's why with a little joke and of my Catholic friends out there, I'll never take advice from a priest on how to raise kids. Okay. Little joke. I digress. Um, but it's important to understand the different types of debts and develop a plan for paying it off. Like I said, we've talked about good debt and bad debt. What's your plan? What do you want to do? Should you borrow money? Should you not borrow money? I know I can never have been a dentist without borrowing money. So I know that the SBA loan debt from the bank was good. Is it affordable? That's how people buy cars. For goodness sake, what is the biggest thing we do in this world is, can I afford this payment every single month? If the answer is yes, cool. You're managing your debt. How to use the debt properly, generate income and invest. We talked about that. Building emergency savings. This is the part that I'm talking about when it comes to really saving. So when you make 
money and you want to take a profit, uh, Mitch, of of a thousand dollars a month, take live off that five hundred, put the other five hundred away. That's your emergency savings fund. That's actually the fund you can start having to start creating a, a revenue stream to invest. You don't invest when you only have 500 bucks unless you're somebody like who's young, 16, 17 years old. You don't invest unless you can afford to lose. That's the thing. Invest in smartly, but only invest when you have the ability, when you want to make big kicks. I know some people in real estate buy a single, single family homes and they think it's a great investment. It might look great on paper that you have an investment home, but the reality is the minute that one family walks away, you now lost everything and now you're paying out of pocket. Trust me, learn from me. I have a building in Swartz Creek that I had a tenant in. The tenant's no longer there. Guess who's paying the note now? I am. So probably not a good investment. Buy, invest in something that you know is going to get a big return. Maybe it's apartment complexes. Maybe it's it's you finally save enough money to have $10,000, $20,000, $100,000. And now you want to get 12.5% return on that 100 k I mean, that's when you want to start investing. But you, you start creating the investment portfolio, if you will, by building that emergency savings fund. Because it can help cover the unexpected expenses. Hey, ready? We all own homes. Most of us, our water heater's burning out, or my air conditioning unit blows out. I mean, you it's nothing's worse than being stressed out of trying to figure out how to do it. Robin Peter to pay Paul. But if you invest and you save and you have their uh, emergency fund, it's gonna set you up for success. Also, keep keep uh, you want to have funds accessible. I rely, um, I kind of rely on credit cards and loans. I know you don't want to. I don't rely on the loans per se. I'm smart with it. But I use credit cards for every transaction. One, because it keeps it under control. I can set limits to my credit card. I get points on my credit card. So I'm actually using my credit cards, if you will, to earn other perks, whether it's Delta Flyer Miles, whether it's the Marriott Hotels, whatever it is. I'm using it as a, as a source, as a savings, if you will, because I know my business is going to pay X amount of expenses a month. Crumble cookie, roughly my expenses in goods and supplies is $40,000. So I just put it on a credit card. I also use it now. I'm smart. I manage my debt, credit card, no interest. I pay it off. But with that said, credit cards aren't all bad. You got to be smart. But to achieve financial security, dude, and certainty, guys, is it's a difficult task. But when it's done right, it can provide the long-term peace of mind and security you've always wanted to do. Crafting that perfect plan to ensure that your finances, which we all dream of, are secure for your years to come, maybe not forever, for legacy, for your kids. It's an investment worth making. You got to truly take out what is it you're going to need every single day to create that certainty, that security, if you will, so that you know money's working for you. Every one of us has the same IQ, believe it or not. Every one of us are just as smart as the other person. I read that there's a law of cause and effect, and I'm reading down this. It says, it's a specific effect for every cause, for every action, there's a reaction. So do certain things over and over to get the, the course and desire you want. The law of nature, this is what I love, doesn't know who you are. It has no bias. It's neutral. It does not care if you came from money or if you were broke. As a matter of fact, there's more self-made millionaires in this world than there are handmade millionaires. It doesn't carry your color. It doesn't carry your race. It doesn't carry your gender. It does not know. The law states that if you want to be successful, you must follow what successful people you do. If you follow, if you're consistent with doing this over and over again, you'll be successful. But if you don't, you won't. So what does that really say? You're in charge of your success rate. 
if you follow what people are doing, if you listen to the advice that I'm taking, if you study what the rich do or the multimillionaires do or the self-made millionaires do, and you behave in that way, you will become that way. That's why it never works for people that want a free handout. They're not willing to put the work in. It cannot happen. You must do what the wealthy do to become wealthy. What does that mean? Do you really think a wealthy person has a victim mindset? Do you really think a wealthy person doesn't take full accountability in life? Do you really think somebody that is financially certain blames the, the, the anybody else for their outcomes? No. So therefore, if you're that person, change your mindset today and create a different mindset that you must cause and create anything that you ever want. You are in charge of your destiny, Vinny. You are in charge of your destiny, Mario. You are in charge of everything you, you have, even your financial certainty. Even when you don't think it is, you are in charge. If you smart budget, if you truly know what you want to cause and create, if you study the minds of wealthies and what they do, you'll have the peace of mind and the financial certainty you never thought possible. If all you got out of this call was say, I'm grateful for the abundance, right? That comes to me easily and effortlessly on a continuous basis every single day. If that's all you say every single day, you will become successful. I promise you, because it changes your mindset. It changes how you believe. Financial security is something we all strive for. And we're all looking for tomorrow. No, everyone wants to have this way to have all the money that they can financial freedom. With smart budgeting and the right insurance, you can secure your future against any unexpected event, I promise you, along the way. If you invest wisely, if you know how to create a long-term plan, if you stay, say the course and, and say to yourself over time, and you, and you know it's achievable, success will taste even sweeter than you ever planned. I need to know what you want from a success point of view. I need to know what it is that you want to cause and create. I need to know what it is. What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? What is the financial security looking for? Everyone knows that I want to have so much wealth to give back, to leave a legacy for my kids. It's $250 million by the year 2025. I set it on blast. That's my goal. That's, what, that's my goal. That's what I want. And what reason why I picked that number 250M25, which I'm saying it online, I could put it in the chat. The number two is the letter B. The number five is the letter E. The zero for 250 million is O, meaning open. The M for million means minded to everything. The letter E, be open-minded to everything. That's why I picked that number. Guys, I cannot, I hope this is touching home. I hope I'm making an impact in your life. Guys, tell me, is, is this call, was this a good call today? Were you, are you fired up to maybe figure out how to become financially certain? Are you really excited to figure out what tomorrow brings you and brings your energy? I truly hope it is. I truly hope you are. Please email me the info at the dentistco.com. Please tell me what your dreams and aspirations are. Connect with me any way, shape, or form, man. And, and, and come next week, we're going to cover where are you now? I'm going to break down exactly where you're at right now. And then I'm going to help you cause and create the life you want because this is where we're going to go. Think about this. Kung Fu Pan, I'm going to end you with this quote. No matter what you've done in the past, no matter what you freak about in the future, I hope you live in present time. Let me just say, ready? Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it present time. That's a Kung Fu Panda quote. But listen to me. You have a choice right now, no matter what your past was, no matter what you think the future can or can't hold, you have a choice today to make a difference. 
to decide today to set yourself up for financial certainty. I don't give two shits what you did a year ago. I don't care what mistake you made yesterday. I don't care what you believed from your mom and dad. They all are liars. They all told you the wrong thing. I don't care how anxious you might get in the future of what I can. Get out of the scarcity mindset. This is what I know. If every one of you on this call stay on the same journey you're on, you're going to be exactly where you are today, tomorrow. But if you choose to do something different, just a little tweak, maybe a 1% tweak, I promise you, you will accomplish things that you never thought possible. Guys, much love. Thank you for allowing me to talk every Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me on these calls. Yo on YouTube, those on Facebook Live, those watching the recording, much love. Thanks for support. If you like these calls, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Dentist CEO, please. Pass this on to a friend. Share this with any colleague. If there's anybody in dentistry you know that needs help, pass along this content, guys. If you just need help in life, pass along this content. Much love. We'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed day, guys.